Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Welcome. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, and it's designed to get us into God's Word for a little while each day, about 12 minutes or so. We can surely fit that much into our daily busy schedules, and in so doing, it helps us to focus on our spiritual lives, on our souls, on our relationship with God, better prepares us to be able to take on the day with a more positive mindset, whatever the day might throw at us. Now, you know people in your life who need to change their lives, who need to focus on their relationship with God, on their souls. They need to have a better mindset. Share these short studies with them, In so doing, you may help them turn their lives around. You may help them get on the right track that ultimately will lead them to eternal life in heaven with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Just think what a great difference you can make in somebody's life just by sharing these short studies with them. So do that with your friends, with your family members, with your neighbors, with your work associates, with literally anybody and everybody. You can share through Facebook friends, you can share through text messages, maybe some other technological means that you have access to. But make up your mind, on purpose and with purpose, share these studies with everybody you can. We're talking about being thankful in this series of studies, and some people might think, I don't have anything to be thankful for, or I don't have much to be thankful for. Well, there are people who are down in the mouth. (laughs) They're certainly out there. And probably you have met some of those people, at least one or two in your life. Someone who is just so negative in their thinking, they're just so overwhelmed in their, in their mindset about negative things as they see them in their lives that they really don't seem to focus hardly at all, if at all, on all the good things that they really have to enjoy. And every one of us has good things that we enjoy. We may not think about them as being blessings from God, but they are. We have a home. We have a place to live. We have warmth. We have cool in the summer, hopefully. We have food to eat. We have clothes on our back. We have all of our limbs. We could go on and on. We have so much to be thankful for. People who love us, people who care about us, friends, family members, and again, the list could go on and on. But you see, we need to open our eyes and see those are good things. And James says that every good thing, every perfect thing is from above, is from God. James 1 and verse 17. Well, even in the face of the difficult and trying times, Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, in everything give thanks. Because even in the face of what we would consider to be negatives, We still have so much for which to be thankful. In fact, far more than we would consider the negative things to amount to. Well, we need to recognize all of the good in our lives and the source of that goodness, and that source is God, literally. Again, James tells us that in James 1 and verse 17. God deserves our thanks for all of his wondrous works, and oh, his works are so wondrous, so mighty, and, and just, they are so numerous. We can thank God for our very lives, his goodness, and his enduring mercy. He created us in his own image with a soul so that 
we're unique from everything else that he created, and we alone have the hope of eternal life with him in heaven. The reasons for us to be thankful to God are really too numerous to count. In fact, I would suggest to you that there are so many blessings that God blesses us with that we don't even recognize all of them. Even when we're trying to be as perceptive as we can be, there are still things that we just, we don't realize that God has blessed us with that, that those are good things from God. Because again, his blessings are so numerous. I want us to look at Psalm 69. Psalm 69, and let's look at verses 29 and 30. And here the psalmist wrote, But I am poor and sorrowful. Let your salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. You know, a lot of people where their real problem is, is they're not walking with God. They're not. They have not come to him through Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation. They have not turned their, their lives over to the Lord. They are charting their own course, and they're suffering the consequences as a result. If they would come to God through Jesus Christ, repenting of their sins, confessing their faith in Christ openly, surrendering to him in baptism, and recognizing the blood that he shed on that cross, having cleansed them of the guilt of their sins, such a burden would be lifted off their shoulders and off their hearts and off their minds. They would become that reborn spiritual individual, made new, given a second chance, a new start on life with a whole different perspective because now they're looking at it through spiritual lenses. You know, their lives would be so much better. They'd have so much more reason to be happy if they would just come to God through Jesus. The 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians is a mighty chapter in God's word. It's a long, detailed, in-depth treatise on the resurrection. But not just the resurrection of Jesus Christ, but our resurrection if we're walking with God through Christ. And so we look here at verse 56. Oh, let's actually go back to verse 54. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, this world is coming to an end. John the Apostle wrote that in 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. The Apostle Peter wrote that in 1 Peter 3, uh, 2 Peter chapter 3, and verses 10 and 11. But we don't have to look at that as the end for us or to rob us of all hope because if we're in Christ, then we're looking forward to eternal life in heaven where there is no sadness, no sorrow, no sickness, no crying, no dying, no heartache, no suffering. Think about that. 
that's what we're looking for forward to if we're walking with God through Christ. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, in verse 14, Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Leads us in triumph? What does he mean? Because we're in Christ. You see, in Christ, we're more than conquerors. This world is not the end for us. This physical life is not the end for us. In a real sense, it's the beginning of a new eternal life with God in heaven. As we recognize how blessed we are, then we'll find true and deeper and more profound happiness. Remember what the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Well, what about if we got the flu? What about if we broke our leg? What about if we lost our job? What about if a friend turned his back on us for whatever reason? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice, Paul wrote. Because, you see, understanding that we're truly faithful in the Lord, we know that this is not the end. We know that the cares and the difficulties and even the sorrows of this world, they're short-lived compared to all of the joy, all of the blessings that we're going to experience in heaven. And even while we're still here in this world, all of the blessings that God bestows upon us right here in this physical life, oh, they far surpass whatever the negatives as we perceive them might be. We have so much for which to be thankful. And we need to rejoice in the Lord always. Always. And then later in that immediate context of Scripture in Philippians chapter 4, in verse 7 it says, And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. You see, when we're walking faithfully in the Lord, oh, that brings us the peace of God. And it's not like the peace that people seek between nations or even between themselves in some, well, somebody who doesn't like them much, somebody who's doing them dirty. Now we're talking about the profound spiritual peace that only comes in a right relationship with Jesus Christ, with God through Christ. And that peace, that peace is so much of the reason why we can rejoice when we're truly in the Lord, always, and again, rejoice and keep on rejoicing. Let's pray together. Father, we need that ability to rejoice, that reason to rejoice, always. Please help us to have that reason by guiding us to come to you through Jesus Christ for that new life for forgiveness, for redemption, for salvation. The world needs this peace. They don't understand what they're missing. Please guide them to it, Father, through their Savior. 
please forgive us, gracious Father. This is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.